This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet? Welcome to a bonus session of Super GG Radio, where friends chat with titans of video games and all things adjacent. Back in July, the crew went to Fan Expo Chicago 2022, and our very own Alex Arona had the chance to chat with some of the most noteworthy actors in the video game industry, including David Hayter, actor, director, and writer, voice of Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid series, Patricia Somerset, actress, voice of Zelda in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Steve Downs, actor, voice of Master Chief in the Halo series. Alex had a blast chatting with them, and we hope you enjoy listening. Okay, this is Alex Arona with Super GG Radio in NPR of Illinois. I'm here with David Hayter. Kept you waiting, huh? I love that. I'll never get tired of that. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. Hello. Uh, nice to, uh, well, not see you all, but uh, to be present vocally there we go that that works so um you're here over at the fan expo and uh you're just kind of doing some you're doing some signings doing some uh we had a panel together that was a lot of fun we did it was awesome one of the things at the panel we talked about was your writing credit for the watchmen Mm -hmm. what what is your favorite writing credit that you've done as far as like screenplays well i i love getting writing credit on anything uh but uh, X Men was my big break. I think, I think X Men Two is my the, my favorite movie that I got credit on. Um, and I love Watchmen. You know, meant meant a lot to me to make that film. And I love you know Scorpion King. I got to work with The Rock on his first starring role, and uh, so they're all they're all pretty special. But I think X Two is my favorite. Before he went to Dwayne Johnson and then went back back to The Rock. Well, we were um, we did the table read together. He was sitting next to me. And everybody was introducing themselves. And uh, it was like, I'm Jack, I'm Lisa, I'm this and I'm that. And it came to him and he said, he said, hi, I'm, I'm Dwayne uh, The Rock, like this. And he was just so sweet and, and kind of shy. He was like, I think he was 29 years old and just getting used to being a star. And, and so it was kind of cool. And that's where I first heard his name was Dwayne. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you, you met The Rock. That's very cool. I did. Uh, I got to work with him. I got to like make up action sequences with him and, and be on set, you know, to say, oh, well, what if you did this and what if you did that? And it was, it was really, really fun. Do you think that the screenplays came first or do you think that like the voice acting kind of got you to start doing screenplays? Well, I, um, I worked in voiceover long before I, I, I got any work as a writer. Um, but I had wanted to be a writer since I was like 12 years old. I had written things for myself and written little scripts and, and this and that. But but uh, but I didn't get a writing job until X Men. That was my first. That was my first job in you know 1999. Do you ever um, think that like video games and voice acting would get you all the way to where you're at today? Well, I, I, I don't. It wasn't really the video games and the voiceover that got me to that. What happened was I. I wanted to be a, a, have more work as an on-camera actor 
And so in 1997, I, I produced, raised the money for like a little quarter million dollar film that I, I was starring in um, uh, called Burn. And then that's how I got to know Brian Singer. And that was through him that I got to end up writing um, uh, X-Men. Okay, so it's really like the drive to want to be on camera to to get to really hone your talent. Yeah, well, that was the, yeah, that was the that was the initial motivation, and then when I made the movie, I found that I had a talent for producing and for you know doing things behind the scenes, sort of shaping the story, and so that it was um, yeah, it was really just my pursuit of fulfilling my ego as non camera actor that led to all these other jobs. You know, okay, which was nice. Now, um, what was you've obviously you're you're famous for like Solid Snake. What do you think outside of Solid Snake would be like your favorite uh, voice acting role or something that you're you're known for outside of Solid Snake? Uh, yeah, well, I'm certainly not as well known for it, but I did I did get to play Lupin in a movie called Lupin uh, Castle of Cagliostro, uh, and that was an anime dub and of Hayao Miyazaki's first directorial debut you know his his first movie yeah and um and i'm really really proud of that film if you're an anime fan you know yeah. you should check it out it's it's just it's just a great movie uh on its own and then to be to be the lead in that was really really cool i, I remember looking at your imdb and that was like one of the ones that stood out to me i was like oh okay i didn't know it was lupin the third you know oh i know and it's so funny because it says you know the movie came out in 1979 and so people think i did it when i was like 10 years old and and uh uh, so it comes up like first on my IMDb because it's like yeah. the oldest credit. But um, uh, but we recorded it, I think, in 90, 92, 93, somewhere thereabouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the voiceover dub, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 That's still very cool. Lupin, Lupin is such a, like, uh, again, a prolific character that's been done for so long. I, I still have to watch the live-action movie. Have you seen that one? I did. I, I uh, uh, Yeah, I, I didn't see the whole series, but uh, watched some of it with my wife. And, and, yeah, it was really well done. It was very, very cool. How do you feel about animes going live action? You know, the Cowboy Bebop series, they did a they did a Full Metal Alchemist. How do you feel about that? Do you think that it translates in that well enough or it depends on who's making it, you know, if the people making it really love the source material and they want to make it true to the to the experience that the fan has when they watch it the first time. Yeah, you can do amazing things in in live action. You know, sometimes it doesn't work, you know, sometimes they spend 200 million dollars on a anime adaptation movie and the studio's so panicked about it, they change everything that's that's good about the original material. Um, but a lot of times, you know, you you can you can experience those stories in a different way. That's that's really really effective and, and cool. So I love it. I love this is such a great era to be a fan in. You know, because because finally the studios understand how valuable these stories are and how um, how important they are to people all it, over the world. I really like the Cowboy Bebop one because it did something different while it kept the spirit. And yeah, like I, I didn't see it, I, so oh, I, yeah. I apologize, but um, but I did see it advertised and it looked like they did an amazing job. And uh, do you you play video games at all? I do. Yeah, what, I are, do. what are you playing currently? Well, currently, I'm, I'm 180 hours into Elden Ring and uh, <laughs> still trying to finish it. I've I've been amping up my guy for you know so long, and uh, so uh, so I've, I've really been enjoying that. That's a, that's a pretty badass game. And um, what else? I just replayed Miles Morales, the Spider-Man game, which I thought was so amazing and beautiful, and the soundtrack was great. And yeah, I mean, I, I play a lot of a lot of games. What is your What is your favorite one? 
My favorite game? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously it can change from day to day, but yeah. like, current favorite? Well, you know, my, I think my favorite game of all time is a game called uh, Okami. Okay. Uh, so that's like a very Japanese um, game where you play uh, you play a white wolf god and, and you're sort of running around in this world that's almost made of, like, paper cutouts. Like, the design of it is amazing. And I, I grew up in Japan, so, you know, I really love very Japanese games and, and so I think that's my favorite you, for now you say you grew up in Japan where, where in Japan and then what, what do you love like did you love the life that you lived there I did I did eventually it was it was hard I moved there moved to Kobe uh, when I was uh, 16 and so it was really hard when I didn't speak the language and it was very it's very alien um, experience to go from like Canada to, to Japan which is what I did and um, but once I got to be able to understand the language a little better and I got a little older, it was amazing. I mean, it was just changed my whole life. It really informed everything that I do, that experience in Japan. Fantastic. Very uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, in a way. Well, I was, in to- I was in Kobe and Osaka, so, you know, Tokyo to me was, like, too American. I was like, you know, I, I wanted the real Japan, you know, Kyoto and... And that sort of thing. So uh, I, just, I just recently went, and I, I love oh, yeah, I love Kyoto. Oh, it's beautiful, it's spectacular. Yeah, I missed the cherry blossoms though. It was like oh, couple, well. it was a couple weeks off. Well, you have to go back. Yeah. Well, only that's that's the excuse now. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, this is Alex Rona from NPR of Illinois and Super GT Radio. Signing off. This is Alex Arona with NPR of Illinois, Front Row Network, and the Super GT Radio Podcast. I have here Patricia Somerset. How are you, Patricia? Hi there. I am fantastic. Over here at uh, Fan Expo Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. See, you're, get, you're getting there. You're, you're getting ahead of me. You want to like, okay, where are you? you? You ever thought about hosting a podcast? Not really. I mean, I love podcasts, and I get to hear so many really nice ones, so I never think that I need to be the one to actually host them. Just do them. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you, um, well, what's, what's your favorite kind of podcast? Ooh, um, news podcasts. I also like shortwave. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, actually at NPR, I, I do, I'm like a little old school. I listen to like fresh air and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I like the, like any, anything podcast form that used to be something that you had to have a schedule for. I, li- I like up first. It's like, you know, a couple oh, minutes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Up first as well. Totally. It's yeah. a good one. Uh, so you are uh, famously known as the, uh, the voice of Zelda from Breath of the Wild. What, what is your, I mean, obviously that's a, that's a fun role that you are associated with, and it, but what is your favorite voice role that you've done outside of Zelda, if that is your favorite? Mm, outside of Zelda, that's interesting. So I, yeah, I am a voice actor, but I'm also a TV film actor, did theater, um, so I have a lot of, a lot of roles that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'd say the my favorite video game voice role, aside from Zelda, is actually Ash from Rainbow Six Siege, which is uh, okay. yeah. um, something that I've had the chance to do for like six years now, done the full performance capture 
um, and the voice of that. So, yeah. And that's a game that just keeps on going. It is. And yeah, they have a whole new game out now, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the community involved in that, in making that game. It's really, really... It's a, it's a big fan base and they're all very, they're very loyal. They are, yeah. I mean, I guess some, some people are and some people aren't, like with any video game, but... Um, it's a great game. It's a really... It's, it's so difficult. <laughs> do, you, do you play a lot of games? I don't play a lot of games, no. Um, I've played some games. People ask me, like, for the Zelda game, like, how much did you play? I'm like, about 40 hours before I conked out. But part of that is also, I'm so... I'm, I'm busy with... I make music. I write. Um, well, I what, kind, what kind of music? It's like art folk. Oh, art yeah. folk. It's a band based in Montreal, and we play with about eight musicians, and it's very indie. I know. I like a lot of, like weird genres. Ooh, I'll give you a recommendation on my list and we can see what we have in common sometime. Oh, for sure, yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> um, right, and then uh, what about acting roles? Mm, you mean just in terms of favorites and stuff yeah. like that? We've done some really fun ones late, lately. Like, There's something coming out next um, September. It's a TV series called Three Pines and I've done some episodes for that and that was just an absolutely lovely production to work on. So... Sure. That would be up there. Um, Alfred Molina is on that one, and he's, he's rad. Yeah. I love Alfred Molina. Yeah, isn't he awesome? Man. Um, and yeah, and theater roles. Had a gabbler, um, some older roles like uh, that people probably wouldn't know. Things obscure that people probably would never know. And it's like, you know, you find out, like, oh, like I was in that role in college, and it was like... Exactly. Yeah. And they were super transformative, and they stay with you, but yeah. Okay. And uh, how do you feel now playing such an iconic character? Obviously, um, there was—I don't—there was probably voices beforehand, but you getting the opportunity to voice that such an iconic character, one that's going to be kind of looked up to as like kind of a hero to young women and just people in general. How, do, how does that feel stepping into that? It's been—I've had to pinch myself many times. You know, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I get a chance to do this. It's crazy. It is considered to be one of the first voices of Zelda, really, in the in the series. They did have other like little iterations, but it, for an official video game. Um, so for that, I'm I'm just really thankful. It came out of the blue, and it came out of the blue, right place, right time. After having done it for ten years and auditioning for everything, you know, as they say, it's never just luck. But um, these things don't come along very often, and um, it's brought me around the world, and I get to meet amazing fans. And I don't know, man, it's just great. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, All right, so thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. This is Alex Arona with Super GG Radio and the Front Row Network, part of NPR Illinois. And I'm here with Steve Downs. How are you, Steve? Alex, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. Enjoying, enjoying the Fan Expo? Oh, it's fantastic. I was, uh, we, we've done a lot of conventions, but I was looking forward to this one, especially because we're in Chicago, my adopted hometown, and uh, it's, uh, it's great to be back. It's funny, I haven't, this is only the third convention appearance I've ever done in Chicago, for whatever reason. Uh, and so it's a real uh, pleasure to, you know, be back among old friends. Do you feel like the fan reception's been good? It's been great. Uh, you know, one of the advantages of being a part of a game that's been around for 22 years is it becomes generational. And so I get a lot of uh, 
you know, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, big brothers, little brothers. You know, this is the this is the thing that they bonded over as kids, and they have you know indelible memories that uh, that, that will last a lifetime. So uh, it's it's just it's an honor to you know sort of play a role in that. You, yeah, your 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 career, I want to say, is like prolific. You know, you've just done it for so long. Um, now, are you, are you still in the Chicagoland area? We just moved back. We I I was on. I lived in Chicago since 1997. And I was on, uh, was the morning show host for The Drive in Chicago uh, up until 2015. I retired in 2015. Uh, and then a couple years later, like most people who retire, we moved to Florida. <laughs> and, uh, Chicago winners, no can do. Nope. Uh, but uh, my, my wife feels the same way about Florida summers. So uh, we ended up buying a place uh, back here in Chicago to spend the summer here. And that's what we're, this is our first summer back. So it's great. Oh, well, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, being the face of Halo, have you played the Halo games? I am the worst Halo player you have ever laid eyes on. Uh, that's the part, that's the skill I do not possess. Whatever that hand-eye coordination is or whatever, I've tried, but uh, failed, failed miserably. And I always thought if I was to play the game, I have to at least be halfway decent. And I was nowhere near being halfway decent. So I leave that to the experts, and uh, I'm just happy to be. And, and what drew me to the game in the first place was not the gaming part of it. It was the story. Uh, and I love the story, and, and that's, that's where I get my satisfaction from it's a you know it's a real good sci-fi story. You yeah. like a lot of sci-fi? I love sci-fi. I mean that's that's sort of my favorite genre, uh, m- much to my wife's dismay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, me too. But uh, but yeah, I love it. And so when this the script was first presented to me 22 years ago, uh, I just loved you know the richness and the and the and the uh, the volume of the story. And, um, and and even after 22 years, there's still a whole lot we haven't got to. So, you know, that's, that's the, that, that, that's a credit to the creators to create a story that has so many layers. That, and a whole world. And a whole, yeah, a whole universe, really. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just, I love that part of it. And, uh, I, I, you know, we're kind of going uh, a little long, but I want to say that, uh, can, can I ask as a fan to give me the drive, the, the motto, is that okay? Sure. The soundtrack of our lives, 97.1 FM, The Drive. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Alex, thanks. It was a pleasure. Take care, man. And that will be it for this week's bonus session of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter.com at SuperGGRadio and Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio, where you can find a variety of game streams, podcast recordings, and our Extra Life campaign in November. Search SuperGGRadio with no spaces on ExtraLife.com, where you'll find our team page, and please consider sending a contribution to one of our team members. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at SuperGGRadio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening and see you Sunday. I don't